the main theme of, of today's solos episode is the fact that publishing frequency or publishing velocity, however you want to call it, matters. We all strive for more nowadays, more traffic, more revenue, more growth. In this never-ending battle for more, it's easy to forget what's important. So what is important? Building real relationships with real humans and trying to be better each day without caring quite so much about getting more. After all, by building real and meaningful relationships, you'll have way more than you ever need. The SaaS SEO Show is a platform for meaningful connections and honest conversations with people who are real, hardworking practitioners and high performers in the SaaS industry. We're here to learn and get inspired by them, and we hope you do too. Now, here's your host, George Cassiotis. Before we jump into today's episode, I'd like to give a quick shout out to the sponsor for this episode, Ahrefs. Ahrefs provides you with an all-in-one SEO toolset that does everything from rank tracking to backlink analysis, keyword research, and technical audits. The best part, you can now use Ahrefs Webmaster Tools for free to identify and prioritize optimization opportunities for your website, see all the keywords that your web pages are ranking for, take a close look at the websites that link back to and refer you in their content, and analyze other websites to find out what drives their rankings. Visit ahrefs.com awt and sign up for free. And now, back to today's episode. Hello, everyone. This is George Cassiotis. Managing Director at Minusia and, uh, you know, the host of the SaaS SEO. So I'm very excited for this one. This is Solos number three. And today we are going to discuss and talk about a case study. We will not be able to reveal the name of the company, our client, but we will be very detailed when it comes to what we did, how we did it, and give an emphasis, I guess the main theme of, of today's Solos episode is the fact that publishing frequency or publishing velocity, however you want to call it, matters, okay? And I know that this is a, a topic where many like content marketers and SEO professionals can argue and everyone has their own opinions and it's a, it's a topic of of like debate actually. So what you're about to hear is just our way of perceiving things and like understanding things. And by no means, it, it means that, you know, like what we say will work for you and, and so on and so forth. Okay. So I'm just putting this out there as a disclaimer. Let's get started. Let's get to the interesting things now. So first of all, the time frame that we are looking here for this case study is October 24th, 2022 to January 21st, 2023, okay? These dates represent the first and the dates were when the, the first and last pieces of content based on the project's scope were published, okay? Just to give you a, a summary, so we, we are talking about a three-month period, essentially, more or less, okay? But when it comes to the summary of this project, this like case study, within three months, approximately, we helped a video conferencing, conferencing software 
create and publish 50 pieces of content to increase their website's organic visibility and traffic for non-branded terms, obviously, okay? Keep in mind that there was no active promotion, for example, link building or, you know, social media sharing or anything like that for the pieces we created and published. So essentially, we are talking about great content that gets published and starts you know, working by itself, okay? Now, Minusia in this like project, in this case study handled keyword validation. We were given the keywords by our great client. We validate them, validated them and basically said that, you know what? This is indeed the, the best keyword to go after. Or, you know what? In this case, we may want to rethink our approach. And it seems that, this is not the best keyword to go after, and we may have to go with this keyword instead, okay? Um, so we handled keyword validation, content briefing, end-to-end -end content creation, graphic design, and updating the content to the website's CMS, okay? Now, this is a summary, sort of an overview. What about the results? When it comes to the results, if you do the math, we are talking about a time period of approximately three months, and we are talking about 50 pieces of content, okay? So essentially, we are talking about 16.6 um, published pieces of content per month for each of the three months of the engagement, okay? And once again, the time frame is October 24th, 2022 to January 21st, 2023. That the dates when the first piece of content went live and the last piece of content went live. This is the first point. The, the second point when it comes to results, we uh, witnessed, and you know this is from AHF, so take this with a pinch of salt, obviously, but we've, we, and also let me just uh, say that, which is very important that the above results are not par part of a published kind of finalized case study yet, as the outcome of our work has yet to be shown in full. We see increase in the number of impressions and organic clicks that the website receives, specifically the blog of you know, the website, uh, day after day. So like what we are about to share is what we have witnessed so far. So when it comes to the total number of organic keywords the blog is ranking for, we are talking about an increase of more than uh, 469%, uh, okay? And this is massive. And the time frame here um, that we are looking in comparison, of course, is um, October uh, 25th, 2022 to March uh, 26th, 2023, okay? And once again, the, the source that we used here is Ahrefs. When it comes to the total number of organic impressions to the blog uh, for the month uh, prior and after the engagement uh, started and ended respectively. Um, and you can, you know, see more results, more like details about that in the post I made on, on LinkedIn regarding that case study. Um, we are talking about an increase of more than uh, 209 uh, percent. Okay. Uh, to be more precise, 209.46%. And this is, once again, the total number of organic impressions. And the reason why we kind of break down 
results like that is because, first of all, we mentioned the number of pieces, and this is important because this is the input. And then we started, you know, discussing the output, the kind of the the outcome of of our work. Okay, okay, we put in like sixteen point six pieces of content per month. What's you know, how is that connected to a meaningful outcome for uh, the website's performance? And then we discuss the fact that you know what yeah the first is the number of keywords that the blog is ranking for because in order for clicks or leads or even customers or whatever to be created um there have to be keywords that we get visibility for right and ideally in most cases we want to get visibility for the target keyword in you know high enough positions to get us impressions which is the next one right this is why then we discussed impressions and now we are going to also discuss the number of organic clicks and when it comes to the number of organic clicks once again the data source for this uh, metric is google search console as with the number of organic impressions we uh, i i explained that when it comes to the number of organic keywords our source was ahs right when it comes to the total number of organic clicks to the blog for, once again, the month prior and after the engagement started and ended respectively, we are looking at an increase of 334.38%. Okay. So it's massive, right? It's, it's, it's astonishing. But think of the input in this case, like what you have to do in order to achieve these results and by the way let me just say for the record that these results don't mean anything because if this doesn't lead to a meaningful business outcome like you know generating like leads and customers and so on and so forth and of course this also depends on like what the content what kind of life cycle stage the content is created for and what kind of search intent the, the content is trying to to serve and so on and so forth. But I would say that these results are, are astonishing. And of course, we, we care about the fact that there has to be um, like a, a dollar sign, let's say a sign behind these results uh, in order for them to be meaningful. In other words, you know, ROI, right? But to get there, there is a uh, a chain, let's say, to get from like publishing something to getting acquiring a customer, right? Because as I mentioned, like first you need to think about inputs. In our case, the input is the amazing work that the team at Minusia did, and the fact that we were able to publish, um, let's say, sixteen piece of content on average uh, per month in these three months of of the project. And then we mentioned the fact that there have to be some keywords, right? That these pages, this content piece is ranked for. And these keywords will bring impressions, eyeballs actually, you know, seeing the result on the search engine results pages, the SERPs. And after the impressions, hopefully there will be some clicks, right? And only after the clicks, there will be leads or free trials or you know whatever the, the 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 product offering may be and after that there will be you know customers acquired right but these results are impressive and i think that 
an important lesson here, even though we we will discuss learnings, but an important an important lesson is the fact that if you want to get results like this, you have to do uh, you have to go beyond maybe what you're doing right now. Okay, and of course, I'm not saying this lightly. You know, we we've tested and we had similar results with many of uh, our clients and. Time and time again, even though once again, this is just our opinion, our way of perceiving things and doing things, right? But time time, time and time again, we have seen that publishing more frequently and of course, great content. I'm not talking about you know, generative content or anything like that. I'm talking about great content that can demonstrate you know, experience, expertise, authoritativeness, trustworthiness, and so on and so forth can really get you in a great position when it comes to your you know organic growth uh, trajectory okay now obviously every like every experience there were some learnings from from this experience and i really hope that at some point we we will be able to make this a case study and um be more detailed with with everything that we that we did but when it comes to some some learnings from from this experience um, the first one, which you know, as I mentioned from from the beginning, is going to be a, the the main theme of this this episode is the fact that publishing velocity matters. Okay, and once again, this is just like our opinion and how we perceive things, and our experiences have taught us at this point that publishing more and not just for the sake of it, but once again, great content, right? Can really have a very positive impact faster, okay? Now, one thing that I would like to share as well as the second learning from this experience is the fact that the CMS your company is using can affect the efficiency of your team or your partners in our case as you know, we, we, we were um, a service provider, a partner for, for our client, right? So, Make sure, and I and I think that just to put this in perspective, let's say that right now you're doing, I don't know, let's say that you're doing eight pieces of content per month, new, net new, okay? And you want to double that. You want to get to 16 pieces of content per month. That's great. That's a great goal to have. But before you do that, please make sure that there are no roadblocks or issues or obstacles created by your um, CMS, the CMS that you're using, okay? Because the CMS is, let's say, the the last part of the process publishing the, the, the piece of content, right? And there are so many other ones uh, before that, but it's an important one and it can be very tedious at times. Um, and overall, I would say you have to ensure that there are no like technical issues and that publishing will be fast okay because we are talking about publishing velocity which is tightly connected to like how fast we are and how efficient in terms of time so make sure that your cms is not holding you back in terms of your time efficiency okay now this is not to say that you have to choose a specific cms um, as opposed to like choosing another CMS or anything like that, choose whatever CMS you want. 
just make sure, especially if you want to scale things up and move faster, increase your publishing velocity, that make sure that your CMS is not going to hold you back, okay? Um, the third point that I would like to make is the fact that, and this is a learning that we got from, from this experience, um, it's important to streamline your process and cross-company communications before scaling things up, before, you know, um, getting ready to move faster, okay? It's something that we share with our clients and prospects very often when they come to us with the um, need of, you know, we, we want to publish more content and we want to scale things up and we want to move faster. That's great. What you need to keep in mind is the fact that you can scale things up and move faster if you have an, an already um, a, a proven, you know, way of communicating, of working, either, you know, like internally or um, externally with uh, service providers like Minusia or other con marketing agencies and so on and so forth, okay? So you scale things up on the basis of something that's already working. You can't scale things up when you have a broken process or when things are okay but not perfect, okay? And sorry, sorry about that. I use the word perfect and we, we don't really believe in perfection. We believe in improvement. But the point is that you scale things up when things are working great. And just to put this in, once again, in, in perspective, and like I will use the, the example from the, the, the previous point, let's say that you are at eight pieces of con per month, right? And you want to double that. You want to get to 16 pieces of con per month. In order to do that, make sure that you feel absolutely comfortable and everything you know runs smoothly when it comes to publishing these eight pieces of con per month. Because if you have delays, if things with your agency, current agency doesn't work as you would wish they would work, or if you have communication issues or quality issues or like design issues or anything like that, then I would suggest that you don't scale things up and and that you try to fix your um like processes and workflows and establish a very good foundation before you scale things up okay the fourth point that you need to keep in mind if you are doing a sprint or like the one we we described and the case study that we are sharing with with you today or if you are um you know, if if you want to scale things up in general and like increase the number of pieces of content that that you publish on on a monthly basis, do not do um, migrations or any other similar activities with technical risk while working on a project like this, or you know while uh, trying to scale things up and move faster. Okay. I would say that it's it's better to check in with the rest of your team, the rest of the company. Are we planning to do migration or anything like that? Is there anything that I should be aware of? Are we going to change to make any like important changes moving forward? Because this can have a negative impact in your um, project, in your sprint, in your efforts in general. Okay, so 
and I'm not saying that this may not happen because especially if we are not talking about the project and we are talking about the fact that, you know what? No, we're just like increasing the number of pieces of content. We are taking it from eight to 16 and it's not for just three months. So it may happen, right? Things things may may change, but make sure that even if things change, the things that will change um, will not be things like a migration from one CMS to another CMS, from one domain to another domain, from a subdomain, if we if we are talking about the blog, to you know a subfolder, uh, you know from let's say blog dot example dot com dot not dot but sorry <laughs> um, from from this yeah to um, example dot com slash you know blog. Uh, make sure that there are no um, like there's nothing in the horizon. Let's say uh, at least for the foreseeable future before you make the decision to move forward with scaling things up, okay? And increasing your publishing velocity. And the last thing I would like to say, especially, and this is, um, you will allow me to kind of share this as a as, a, as an advice, let's say, uh, mainly to earlier stage companies, companies in early stages, try to leave your opinion outside of the content editing process and focus on you know the scope and the ultimate goal okay the ultimate goal is to increase the publishing velocity and by increasing the input you know that the outputs may look better for you in the future okay so one of the things that can kind of be a roadblock in this whole process is having several rounds of revision during the you know during the process and adding a lot of opinion inside the feedback that you have for every single piece of content and i can tell you from experience okay i will speak from experience that in the beginning no one cares no one pays attention if we are talking about a company that's bigger that's like a pre-IPO or even like public SaaS company or a big company in general, uh, regardless of whether you know it's public or not, then yeah, you have attention and you have to be more careful. Still, you have to like make some compromises, let's say, when it comes to your opinions. Um, but once again, I would focus on the scope behind and the, the the goal behind this action of increasing your public publishing velocity okay and essentially the goal is what we call at minusia like accelerating things and moving faster right so if you if your goal is to achieve organic growth acceleration then i would say and once again take this as an advice especially if you're working at a at an early stage company that you should leave your opinion outside and try to, um, you know, focus on the the ultimate goal. Okay, and this is not to say that you should make compromises when it comes to the quality of the content, but we all know that quality is subjective, right? I mean, I perceive quality differently from any other person, you know, even from like my team and like our company and my friends and like even family and so on and so forth, right? So 
try to leave this outside, focus on what matters, and keep in mind that you can always, you know, publish it since the goal is to increase the input, increase publishing velocity, you can publish it and go back later after, you know, it has gotten some organic visibility and started performing and make some tweaks, right? Um, maybe add in-post prompts for people to, when the intent is there, right? To um, like uh, continue their journey on, on your website or uh, to, to fix some issues that you know, you know what, like this is opinion, where the comma will go in this sentence. It's just my and your opinion, okay? So you can consider like tweaking th these things and like working on these things after you have published something, okay? That's all. I hope that you find this to be insightful. We will be sharing more learnings along the way from our clients and from, you know, our own endeavors and efforts at Minusia because everything in content marketing and SEO and every other field for that matter is, you know, like a learning process, right? We are all here to to cost, cost, constantly improve. And uh, in that context, we want to share this case study as a way to, you know, share like the fact that you can get great results if you increase your publishing velocity and publishing frequency. And the fact that, you know what, there are also some things that you need to, to pay attention to, okay? If you made it thus far, I would like to thank you very much. And um, yeah, stay tuned for more Solos episodes and not only Solos, but also our regular interviews with the great people that we have interviewed so far and all the, the people that we will interview in the future. Thank you very much. Thank you for staying with us until the end. Before you go, I'd like to give a quick shout out to the sponsor for this episode, AHS. AHRS provides you with an all-in-one SEO toolset that does everything from rank tracking to backlink analysis, keyword research, and technical audits. The best part, you can now use AHRS Webmaster Tools for free to identify and prioritize optimization opportunities for your website, see all the keywords that your web pages are ranking for, take a close look at the websites that link back to and refer you in their content, and analyze other websites to find out what drives their rankings. Visit ahers.com slash awt and sign up for free. Another episode of the SaaS SEO show has wrapped. We hope this episode has taught you something new too. We'd like you to connect with us so you can keep up with all the new content that we're creating. Before you go, it would mean the world to us if you could subscribe to this podcast and over at our YouTube channel where we upload the video version of this and every episode. Until next time.